The Interceptor, a Russian game show about a car. If you can steal it and avoid the police for 35 minutes, it's yours. Unsurprisingly, it was extremely popular and got cancelled after one season. Welcome to Two Thirds Focused. I'm Rasmus. And I'm Groot. And I'm Jan. You're not, you're not a tree? I could be. Well, you're a bit woody, but... Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not, 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 not the Tom Hanks kind of woody. More like the Tick Skull Dance kind of woody. Okay, yeah, thanks. Yeah, anyway. I take it. <laughs> I take it. I take it too. <laughs> so, uh, apart, apart from that, how the fuck are you doing? Jan, start. Different background. Yes, different background. Back on the road again. Yay. Um, I am dead tired. Ha, oh, surprise, surprise. Uh, I, I'm doing the, my North tour. Oh, yeah, I can see <laughs> yeah. the Grinch in Rasmus' <laughs> face. Um, You're from... not even fucking near Denmark. Come on. Yeah, but, oh, I am actually. I'm only like, what, an hour away? Not even? I'm up, like close to Flensburg. <laughs> Hi there. Um, yeah, so... I we have news like new new product releasing and I had to do sh a, like a short trip just to my distributors. So mm -hmm. I've been um, racing up Germany to get in contact with them. So I started that whole thing like two days ago. Then was it two days ago? Yesterday. I'm already I'm I'm completely confused. So uh, yes, I, I did about uh, 900 kilometers within the ah. last two days, and I am doing yeah. the whole 900 kilometers back tomorrow in one swoop. Wow. Because I have tickets for a concert that I received for my birthday, and this is tomorrow night back home, nice. and I want to be there. Yeah. And all of the um, train, um, how do you call it? Like train personnel, airport personnel, and everyone is on strike again. Oh. So it's going to be absolute mayhem on the streets, and I'm so not looking forward to that. Mm. Also, I barely got um, any sleep from last night to today because um, it turns out, you know what some of the, um, what my hotel yesterday had in common with a Japanese apartment? The sickness uh, of the wall? Yes. Like paper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there was a, and it wasn't even bad. There was just a guy having a phone call with what I believe was his girlfriend. No argument, nothing, just a normal talk, but he put her on speaker. And you know uh -huh. that tinny voice coming out of a speaker, just piercing through everything. Mm. Uh, yeah. So that went until like 12 o'clock at night, I believe. What's it with people who put people on speaker all the time when they are having a phone call i think he wasn't well maybe he was doing like a um a, a meeting on the laptop or something okay like and because i didn't know if it was the phone or laptop speakers but yeah and he was probably not aware that the walls were that thin and i didn't feel like banging against the wall because like he was really quiet trying mm -hmm. to be quiet about it but yeah i was already up so i think he finished the phone talk at like 12 o'clock at night and then I was up till three o'clock because I had a good book. And then <laughs> the alarm clock went off at six o'clock and I started driving again for the last like 400 kilometers. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm done with my meetings. I had a wonderful stroll um, around the uh, beach. Yeah, tell us about the anchors. 
Or there, there, there might have been like 20 to 30 anchors just laying around here um, with a nice sign on it telling which year they're from or which year they've been used, like wrought iron anchors. And it's reaching, yeah. I think, if I've seen it right, from 1650 till 1850. They're not going to miss one or two, right? <laughs> no, because they're too damn heavy to carry away. It doesn't matter. Kill as a, as a track. Yes, yeah, exactly. It can, it's only I mean, a few hours. Challenge accepted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kill off to bosom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, that was interesting to find. No, I That's... was shooting a few pictures. Um, I went out for dinner, and now I'm here recording the podcast. What's the band you're going to see tomorrow? Uh, it's Fiddler's Green. It's uh, like a Irish oh, yeah. punk folk band. They're cool. Yeah, good, good times. Cool. Really looking forward to it. They because the concert got delayed. I think four times now. Because of pandemic and shit. Yes. That's, this oh. is their this is their pre-pandemic concert or the, the oh, wow. and they, they yeah. I think the first try was in 2020. Yeah, that's okay. Back. Yep. Yeah, be careful <laughs> so, on the road and don't fall asleep during driving or during the concert. No, I'm shame. just directly roll over after the podcast and just basically fall asleep with my clothes on. Good plan. Rise, what about you? Good question. Let me think. I think I did some forging this week. Probably, yeah. No, uh, yeah, I had a class again this weekend. Nice. And I'm teaching another class in the weekend coming. Nice. When, when this podcast comes out. And then it's all about trying to operate the machine hammer better and better and better. Nice. And I nearly finished forging um, my first proper stack of pattern welded steel damascus thingamadoo nice well yeah ex except i kind of forgot to grind the last bit of weld out so when i etched it to look at the pattern it was like oh it looks really cool except there's a really dark streak across everything in the center it's like yeah i forgot a little something i need to correct that so i need to do some more grinding to actually see the pattern proper but i think i did okay Nice. It's yeah. I'm, it's it goes a bit crooked in places, so I constantly have to work at like re-squaring the Damascus mm -hmm. bar under the power hammer. Yeah, which is a good skill to have. I just yeah wish I didn't need it so much. You're gonna need it a lot if you do a lot of uh, pattern welding uh, steel. Mm. Yes and no. The problem now is that the the power hammer isn't anchored down. Oh, it's moving when you're using it. Yeah, oh, I mean, oh, it's, okay. it sit on some, which, but by the way, this is not a good idea as, as far as I heard, but the shop master thought it was a good idea. So that's what we're doing. Uh, different conversation about all of that. But currently it's sitting on some insulation foam kind of thing. And yeah. then three layers of some plywood. I, I don't recall what, maybe 18 mil plywood. So three stacks of that. Yeah. And then it's just power hammer on top and it's dancing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that doesn't sound smart at all. No, no, no not and, at all, and not convenient either, because it's gonna uh, move and you're gonna follow and everything. Uh, yeah, and and it is moving. As I mean, it's been four months. It feels it feels like one of those sketches where you like on the phone in the foreground talking to someone and you see the power hammer in the background just jumping <laughs> through the, the like going oh, left yeah. and right. And Rasmus yeah, running after it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you it's see Rasmus cool running over and the power hammer just following him. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, 
I, I I have a very strong feeling that everything will be a lot easier when we get this anchored down. Yeah. What's yeah? When is it planned? It's not. You need to plan it as soon as you can. Yeah. Put 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 a little yeah. something in Notion for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just to make sure thing. it never happens. In other news, uh, <laughs> I'm also working my ass off to uh, get the gates the next big job going. Also. Well, uh, yeah, okay. Gate first, because I started on that. Yeah, wait, uh, you're distracting yourself. So just stay focused on the topic. So Gates, go on. Focused? Do you know what the name of this podcast? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, Two-third. <laughs> oh, and then there's me. Right, yeah, exactly. Okay, it's my turn this week. That's yeah. how it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm... Uh, for the client, I did the cover for the well. I also now are working on making his gate fit his driveway because mm -hmm. the gates are now too small because the driveway is bigger. Okay. Problem being the the gate is not only like so old that it's like painted with lead paint, I'm fairly certain. Not 100%, but it's fairly certain because there's a reddish tint to it and it tastes sweet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And now you yeah. wonder why he's distracted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I need to like re I need to actually forge down some stock of steel to the right correct size so it matches nicely. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I need to forge like finials at the end of all of the the, the bars in it and things like that. Y yeah. You know, if you take small pieces of lead, you're not actually getting immune. You're just going batshit crazy. That's right. That explains a whole lot. Yeah. Yep. I wish people would tell me these things earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because in medieval times, people were trying to microdose to get resistance to poisons. It's not working with lead, let me tell you. Is that the same for mercury? Yeah, Pretty much, um, yeah, I see. Yeah, I, I oh, think so. Damn it. It just builds up over time and kills you. Yeah, I should stop giving people health advice then. Anyway, uh, I've, I've also your been... Your thermometers are not breadsticks, Rasmus. <laughs> Shut up, let me finish now. Uh, I've also now been working on a bunch of knives. Uh, knife I, I think I started on these a while back, but uh, I've been struggling with hardening them, and I figured out why today. Uh -huh. So why? It's because I laminated this, the blades and I managed to forge iron down in front of the edge. So when I was hardening them and testing them, I was just testing the iron that doesn't get hard. And I was getting annoyed and frustrated. Yeah. And then I figured, fuck it, let me just file the hell out of this and stick it into acid and see what happens. And of course, clearly, I saw immediately that, oh, yeah, it's it's not steel in the edge. Yeah. So I need to regrind a few of them and do shit. And it might be one of the things where like I just accidentally tested all of the wrong knives. And like half of them or more are really good. But yeah. Cool. I need to figure out that out. But it is really nice to get familiar with the hardening oven and like actually do a proper heat treating cycles. Except like the moment when you realize that, ooh, this program I started now, it takes six hours. That's that's not going to happen today. But it's almost like a waffle episode. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. So I could just sit there and catch up on the latest waffle uh, maker's waffle, and and the knives will be nice and dandy. I yeah. am actually having a great time catching up on those. I have I have enough driving to do at the moment to to, to, oh, yeah. to start one of those. Um, so no more smoke with the heating oven. Uh, well, I I no that stopped. Well. 
it stopped when the oven is empty. It kept it kept coming back when I put oil into the oven on knife blades. Oh, then it's, yeah. the smoke starts coming back again for some. So, so, so you kind of figured out it's coming from the knives. Oh no, no! In the beginning, it was something. Okay. Uh, but of course, when I was tempering the knives and I was sticking them back in, like the oil would be smoking. So. Yeah, you probably uh, forgot the the manuals in there. That might also be a thing. Never mind. Red, how is how 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 are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, not much new. I finished the work I was supposed to do. The, the cosplay thing, yeah, the cosplay thing. Yeah. Um, so the pattern is done, ready to be. I just need to double check it and send it to the customer because. But I I made the thing. Uh, just to show him that it was working, and just to be sure that it was working properly, and he was happy with the with the pattern and the but result. But you haven't posted about no, it. No, I won't be posting about it just How yet. How can we know you actually did anything when you don't post about it? Uh, I'm not posting much these days. I have to. I have to admit. Exactly, that you don't do anything. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, partly true. Um, no, I. I I don't know why I, I don't have the discipline these days to post um, anything about anything i would have to to get back to it are some, you getting distracted maybe maybe a little bit yeah because maybe. lately i wanted to do a couple of instagram posts and the moment i open up instagram and I, oh i haven't been like browsing the post in a long time and then like half an hour it's gone i'm like yeah. oh i'm finally caught up there's something i wanted to do i don't remember i switched the phone off it's oh like, yeah oh yeah post I, i've yeah. done that too yeah me too um, but no, yeah, um, the thing is done. Uh, I'm focusing on the goggles that I, I still need to do, but mm -hmm. I need to yeah. 3D, print in, 3D print them you know, to check that the model was also fine and the client was happy and then buy the straps to just attach them and a lot of stuff. So uh, everything is ordered. That's one. Yeah, that's one. I, um, I will try to not um, punch the mic. Uh, more than three times today. Um, for, the for the people playing along at home, uh, at <laughs> bingo is at five. Uh, other than that, I get your got, shots ready. I got a. Go <laughs> <laughs> I got a guy coming at home to establish a quote because we are planning on changing all the windows uh, of the apartment, and 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 yeah, it's going to cost a lot of money, but. I don't feel like doing it myself because it's a yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of work and the dimensions of the windows are a little bit weird. Plus, it's the third floor and and mm. and I don't like being that high. With and you don't want to drop. Yeah, I don't. I'm, first of all, I don't want to drop anything. Uh, I tried to clean the shutters that we have outside of the the windows. And in order to do that, it had to be uh, taken off the wall. And oh. halfway through, I was that close to drop it on on uh, the people walking the, um, below. So I stopped myself, screwed mm. back together and said, nope, fuck it. I, I'm not doing it because I, I'm going to kill someone or kill myself. So I'm going to let the, those people do it, but it's going to take time. They will come in September or something like that. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, I've been busy with getting quotes from different people and trying Let's, to get uh, the best price. Question though, yeah, uh, are you? Do you want to change the windows because they're old and leaky <coughs> and like heating is expensive come winter? Yes. Or okay, out of that. 
it's cool. or uh, they date from the building um it's the same age as the building so the building was built in 1984 you were mm. not born at that time i believe uh so it's all new no. <laughs> uh so now the windows are made out of wood and wood has moved uh mm. with time it's yeah. a little bit leaky it's uh, honestly kind of ugly now that the apartment is uh, well restored and all done so it's like the uh, only ugly thing uh, according to my taste that I see when I enter uh, my house so yeah we wanted to get rid of them and and then save on energy and money um, during winter and summer uh, and just be more comfy because why not so yeah that's that's what we're going to do but it's going to take a little bit of time so yeah uh, in september it should all be done so but with the yeah. 80s i believe you're really lucky because if i remember right that's where they already had a standard yeah because it's like i don't know how it's called in english but it's it's a double yeah. glass thing with gas yes. in the middle which yeah. didn't exist prior to the early 80s. oh no also the the sizes of the window frames i think yeah. in the before this I think late seventies day there was no standard on on sizes oh, that's, yeah, for that windows too. Yeah, if yeah, I remember yeah. right because our house is mainly now um, plastic windows like the, the double PVC like tri- tri- yeah PVC double and triple sealed or whatever yeah except like four of them and those four are big windows and I know yeah. exactly why the owner before mm-hmm. that didn't do it. Well, because I knew I knew after I got the quotation yeah, yeah. for the new ones. I was just yeah, like, yeah, an yeah, arm no, and a kidney. No, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. No glass and wood is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah I get that. But uh, everybody in the in the building is doing it at the moment because uh, new laws have passed in France, and you have you are under obligation same, to do some essential. renovation. So it's mm-hmm. gonna get uh, more and more expensive this time. So it now as the we had the money, uh, so we. Yeah, we are doing it because it's going to be... It's going Definitely to be a smart thing to do, especially with the heating cost. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we're going to do in the upcoming month. And tomorrow, uh, we are going to the... Uh, we're going to go bullying uh, with my wife no, and the kids. No, no, nice. we're going to go to a, an alley with a lot of bullies and we're going to throw balls at them <laughs> uh, because they're fucking assholes. Uh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Apparently you do that. I yeah, mean, it's, it's singing in France. It's, it's France. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, it's it's day off for my wife. So we're going to have fun with the kid. Uh, it's, mm. It will be his first time. I, I mentioned it in the podcast last week, but we couldn't yeah. go this week. Uh, they went to the cinema uh, to see uh, Mario. They had a lot of fun, but I was stuck at home making some repairs in the kitchen. Uh, yeah. But it was my choice. So I'm not blaming them. I, I decided not to go. So yeah, that's pretty much my week. Nothing really, really new. Um, oh no, I forgot. Uh, working on two new videos. Uh, one will be the Ooh. giveaway that I've I've been talking about. Uh, oh, yeah, nice. seventy-five thousand giveaway yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So it will be out uh, in a few days, and the nice. third one will be the second part of the bottle magic bottle thing that I made. It's the old older for the bottles, and and yeah, after that it will be out of my system, and I could move. I will be able to move on to the next project that is exciting for me but nice. yeah can't talk about it just yet i'm i'm doing my steve right so yeah we'll see <laughs> that's my week wonderful fantastic and and this is the point where john segues beautifully <laughs>
Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm too tired for that today. <laughs> somebody else do that. So that's the point of Rasmus segues beautifully. At your stage. Exactly. Oh, yeah. To me? Yeah. Okay, but of course, that turns on too long. What, what was the topic? <laughs> <laughs> the one you chose two no. weeks ago. <laughs> oh, no, please, not that one. I think we were talking or we, we had it earlier or actually read you and i had a pretty long discussion about it yesterday yeah. i believe yeah. um about academic grades or stuff you don't learn at school mm -hmm. because some stuff i mean yeah the typical saying is like you learn for school and not for life oh no i think it was the other way around mm. <laughs> both both, yeah. are, both are valid it depends yes. on, on what you're talking about but i've been yeah um since we decided to, to talk about what you learn aside from school uh, I've, I've tried to talk to think a lot about about that and um what remains um what what's what's the most important thing that you learn uh out of school is like all the practical stuff like but i've, I've mentioned in the podcast earlier when i talk about my grandfather talk, um teaching me um how to start fire how to carve a piece of wood how to use a knife uh how to find mm. north in a forest uh, all that kind of practical survival stuff then the old in the back in the days the old people knew and were transmitting to their children uh, in order to just not die if you were stuck uh, outside um in the mountains um but i also I also think that there is something very, very important now that you learn um, when after school or outside of school is the um, all the social behavior that you you are required required to have now the um, all the behavior that are, are not mandatory in order to exist in a society, but but required for you to have in order to be functional in that society. Uh, if that makes sense. You're talking like interpersonal skills. How like? Or it's just social interaction you're having at school. Well, social interaction is basically the first thing that you learn in school when you are in preschool, when you are three. You don't learn much. They don't. They just put you in a room with other kids, and, and see you have happens. to learn how to <laughs> to, to get yeah, a, and see what happens <laughs> exactly to get a feeling how much trouble you really are. Yeah, exactly. Um, you 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 have to not get angry. You have to listen to the teacher. You have to stay quiet, and all those things that you will need, you know, to be a member of the society, right? But after that, when you when you are grown up. Um, the politeness, the respect, how, to, how, knowing when to talk, knowing when to shut up, knowing when you can get angry and when not, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, even if you have a basis learned at school, um, it's also a, a very um, practical life kind of skill that you develop over time, I think. Uh -huh. And that's that's not in school that you learn that kind of stuff. Nobody's teaching that in school like no, nobody's gonna tell you um 
yeah, they, they're going to tell you to shut up and to listen to the teacher and to don't fight with other people for sure. But all this, the subtleties in relationship with other people or what you tend to call your friends when you are in, in high school or, or, or middle school, and they are not most of the time, they are just people spending time with you in the same room for yeah. eight hours a day. <clears throat> um, even if you consider them friends, they are not. And so making friends or just um, to interact with other people when you are grown up, it's it's pretty damn difficult. And learning all of that, is, it, it's not something that you learn in school. It's something that you have to learn for yourself, by yourself. And, and not everybody can do it. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's very difficult and took me a long time to figure out some, some stuff about that. Uh, I guess we all yeah. did, maybe, yeah, I don't know. But, um, but I think it's very, very important to, that that should be taught at some point to, to kids uh, and maybe in school, uh, like one hour a week, like just learning about feelings, how to express them, how to interact with people, in what kind of situation you can just express the fact that you are angry or happy or sad because all those things are now considered as for the best weakness uh, when you are mm. in school uh, or s- maybe softness but it's 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 going to the same yeah. point like when you are soft you are weak and if you are weak you can be abused and so yeah, hence the bullying happening in in school also yeah, bullying a lot, a lot, every every single day. Um, but also, we should we should teach children to speak up, to express their feeling, uh, their ideas, and also to defend themselves against uh, bad people, uh, may them be kids or adults. So, yeah, that that that's something that came to mind this afternoon when I was thinking about that. But I, I, I don't yeah, know if you agree. No, with... I I completely agree with it. You know what came to my mind. Yeah, tell me. Texas. No. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. <laughs> just like, I'm not even going to go that deep. I'm just like, yeah, they always tell you. And it's like, yeah, I wish I would have learned how to do taxes. Yeah. This is still something that that bother, like bothers me because you have certain, or at least in Germany, um, it's called like Wirtschaftskunde, which is, um, yes, a made up word. I know Rasmus. But, um, no, that's also, fine. That's, that's German. That's okay. No. Norwegian is made yeah, up. It's, <laughs> hey, what the hell? It's, it's kind of like how, well, we have different ones. Like the one is more like how politics work, like the different stages, the elections and everything. So we learned that in a basic, but we never really learned kind of what to look yeah. for. Mm-hmm. It's all more like history based of like what happened in the past and not much about thinking about the future which might be just my school. I'm not exactly sure, but like most of my teachers were shortly before retirement mm. and they basically put up their schedule maybe 10 year or 15 years in advance and just yeah. correcting like the small dates. Yeah. Yeah. And they're using the exact same curriculum. Yeah, exactly. The, the same thing that was going on. But yeah, we never learned how to do taxes, for example. Uh, we never did, like there's a lot of stuff where I said, which would make a lot of sense in today's society. Mm-hmm. A lot of that stuff can be taught. For imagine, I, I can imagine a teacher these days that's been a teacher for many years teaching children about, um, hardly said, the internet. That was already an issue when we were there. Like uh, they called it um, computer yeah. classes. 
mm-hmm. but the, the teacher was sitting in there and he till f- like three years before that he was still teaching typewriting <laughs> like oh, on wow. a typewriter yeah. so they they just put a computer in him said it's like here that's your new thing learn it <laughs> yeah and we basically grew up with it my dad worked in it we had the fun of our lives because we knew more than the teacher so that was absolutely for nothing and he basically showed us how to use 10 fingers typing on in word that was it because he took what he knew from the typewriting lessons and just put it into the computer lessons and then he probably had yeah i, I guess it's just the yeah. same so that was really difficult so yeah this it's small things but then there's stuff that in general is just not taught on schools um where i completely agree with you like the social the whole social behavior aspect well it is it is kind of learned at school mm-hmm. but not by the teachers it's by interacting with other people yeah yeah you're still you're still by yourself trying to figure yeah. it out and and it 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 improves with time because um, exactly there is more sick when you are an adult than yeah. when you are a child One of the reasons I think COVID was such a big issue because everybody was isolated at home and just living away or separating from yeah. other people, which is yeah, yeah. like in the long term will show probably some redder funny side effects. Yeah. But the I'm, honestly, I'm really looking forward to 10 years from now to read the book about what happened during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Looking forward to it might be the, strong, uh, uh, the, the wrong word or a strong word for it. It's more like... No, but it, it's going to be an interesting yeah. read. Yeah, absolutely. The, um, oh, what was I? I lost my point. Um, one of the things, yes, with the socializing, um, one good point is and a teacher of mine said that once, um, and I thought it was, and it stuck with me till this day. He says, like, I'm not here to teach you how to behave or how to teach you everything. I'm here to give you the tools to yeah. learn mm-hmm. it. And I think that was a really, really good point he made because um, I think a lot of people these days think that their kids not just get educated, but also raised at school. Yeah, that's that's mm. a big problem here as well. And yeah. the, the the raising has is something that has to happen at home, not at school. Well, the, the teachers can have the capacity to, to yeah. show 30... I mean, they can show them like, this is wrong, this is right, if it's going to... But if you have 30 kids in that class with the social skills of like non-existent, then it's mm. getting an issue. That's where it gets But, a problem. Uh, like, I, I would say that kids are so impressionable that they are being raised by every single adult they meet and interact with, especially for a slightly extended period of time from coaches yeah. to music teachers and like everything just Oh, teachers do have an influence. Yeah, yeah. No, no I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, like um, after-school activities. Like in my case, scout leaders mm. and and people like that. And the old sensei I had in karate is like uh, they. I wouldn't say they raised me as much as my parents did, but it definitely had a nearly the same kind of influence on me. Yeah, but mm. you guys have after-school activities. We didn't have. You didn't. That. No. I mean, I mean okay. Uh, We had school. We had school, and we had like sports in the afternoon. But it was all like classes. There was nothing like, oh yeah, let's go out and play soccer together or something like that. That didn't exist. Yeah. That's well. Nice. Yeah. But, I mean, one one of the things I I sort of wanted to point out is that all three of us comes from very different school systems. Yeah. Obviously. That's true. So like all, all our experiences are very different. Like listening to you talk, 
uh, both of you, it's very much like the school is set up to teach you what the book says you're supposed to learn. And mm-hmm. not only, but yeah, yeah, I, I mean, that, like that's the main the focus. Part. And it, it, to a large extent, it also was when I went to school and especially primary school. And of course, after that, you sort of learn, you lean more and more towards the academic things and less supposed to learn interactions and social social skills. Mm -hmm. But I know for a fact that Norway has been going through a lot of transitions and learning a lot from the Finnish school system where... Which is the best in the world. It's, yeah. And uh, I think even the Swedish one was better than the Norwegian one. We don't talk about that period. <laughs> it is very dark time. Shut my head. <laughs> uh, but like the Finnish, they, they, their whole thing is that especially, f- and I don't know when they start to break away from things because the specifics is lost on me. But their whole system now is based on the fact that kids are supposed to be kids. They learn to play. All we do at school. Yeah is to give the parents a break and ha- let the kids play with more kids at the same time. And they curate that and they nudge that. But I, I think on average they spend a 10 or 20 minutes a day of homework in Finland. Or less, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, or, or, or nothing at all. Mm. Uh, and around 20 hours a week at school. And that is to give them just the social arena to interact with other kids. And like you mentioned, Jan, as well, learning how to learn, how to acquire skills later on. But for now, all they need to do is explore the world and be curious so that they can come with things to the teacher and learn things that they want to learn and prod and be curious about things instead of being completely overwhelmed by a system that is force-fed them all the things that they hate or yep. that they don't even get a chance to like. I can I can see how that would work because I remember the, the teachers I liked the most and the classes I liked the most at school were the ones that straight off the books. Yeah. Yeah. That had their guidelines, but also took some like those. My favorite teachers were the one that she like challenged us a little bit that went and or just bullshitted with us a little yeah. bit. Uh, especially in the later classes, I remember that being the ones where I paid the most attention in and in the end had the best grades because it was not force-fed stuff from the books. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, just turn over to page eight. And I'm just like, oh, God, please kill me. Yeah, yeah. And But just there was a guy like he never even used, really used mm-hmm. the books. I never did in class. I, if I may interrupt okay. you. Yeah, I mean, no, no, because this what? is interesting because I never, and then you, later on I looked in the book and it's like, wow, he taught us everything that was in this book without even for, forcing us to use the book. When I was a student, I had this uh, teacher, <clears throat> first day of, it was in college, first day of, of school, he told us to buy a book, specific book about, uh, it was about phonetic, English phonetic. Okay, so pronunciation and stuff. That's why I'm so bad at it. Because the first day he told us to... Oh, this is going to be good. Buy the book. <laughs> and um, so I did. And I, I noticed that the guy that wrote the book was the teacher, in fact. Oh. So he wanted us to buy the book in order to get the royalties from the book. And oh, everything that he did during the class, during the year, was to read his own fucking book. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. what's the point in making a class, doing a class <clears throat> in front of, uh, we were probably 40, 50 students at the time in that mm-hmm. class, if it's just only reading the damn book, we can yeah. read the book at home. So teach us something different. Yeah. And from that day, I decided to, as a teacher, I will never use a book when I will be teaching Japanese history or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I will have my my mm, summary of what I was supposed to tell the, the, the kids, uh, some dates, some names and stuff. And I was just explaining the stuff because that's mm. how you draw them attention do you, you mm-hmm. keep them interested in what you are doing in what you are saying and especially when it comes to sengoku jidai the the period of japan when they were all fighting against each other and you are telling battles and how people how people uh, are yeah using swords to get up on their bellies and throw away their intestine to the enemy that's that's the fun part and so they were <laughs> oh, yeah. interested it yeah. depends who you ask <laughs> yeah it depends who you ask but yeah it, it 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 kept them interested and and i think that's that's the main thing when you are teaching is whatever you are teaching you must be interesting you have to be uh, I, I often say that uh, a teacher has to be an actor of some sort. He has to to act and to play and play with his audience, and uh, in order to get them interested. Uh, what surprises me when w- about what you said, Jan, is that the J- German um, school system is only about learning the stuff that are in the books. Not not necessarily. It's just the way I perceived school. Okay, I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm, I'm a special case. Or or like my school was a special case, or if it's like the whole might school be. But system. what's important is is your experience. So I, I wanted to ask yeah. you: uh, Did you have a philosophy class in in high school? No. No. Okay. Uh, did you have have a lot of physics? Uh, no, not physics, but mathematics. Like chemistry, class? mathematics. Like we had chemistry, physics, mathematics, um, English, German. Then um, what we call the Wirtschaftskunde, which is kind of like the the financial system. Yeah. Okay. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. Um, then we had the what's called Gemeinschaftskunde, which is basically home economics. Yeah, I think home economics. Okay. Pretty much, yeah. No, I'm not sure how they split, like or how they hold in other, um, in in other countries or in other school systems. Uh, then geography was mm-hmm. one of them. God, I hated geography. <laughs> <laughs> we all did at some point. No, but I, I'm asking the question because um, in the French school system, you have to. It's mandatory. You have to take at least two years of philosophy classes, um, yeah. the two years before graduating. Okay, and so uh, oftentimes people say, "Oh, yeah, but you are learning about the great author and and the great um, ideas of the modern world." That's not the point. You don't have to remember everything that's been taught in those classes like oh freud said that and nietzsche said that and that's not really important what's important is the exact same thing uh, that we are also doing in mathematic classes it's to train your brain to think by yourself mm. and to wire it in a way that when you are an adult when you are in society you're able to forge your own judgment and mm-hmm. to look at and things and question them and, and question not just them. take everything for granted. Exactly. Yeah, and and maybe too much influence. Uh, I uh, I, I don't concede. know. Is it still on fire? 
Uh, yeah, of course, it's <laughs> okay, burning. So maybe, maybe a smidge too much. <laughs> Um, but I think it's very important because, um, well, I'm, I'm talking a lot about Japan, but it's, it's a very important part of my life. Uh, yeah, yeah. The tense years I spent over there. Um, I was, I was talking to a friend uh, one day and it was a long time ago. Uh, Pearl Harbor, the movie, uh, just came out and I wanted to go and see it because I, it's like American Hollywood big movie with a lot of CGI. It should be fun. So it was a long time ago. Ben Affleck, it was, uh, I don't remember, 2000, 2001, something like that. Um, and yeah, I asked my, about. yeah, yeah, uh, asked my Japanese friend, do you want to come with me? And, and one guy told me, answered me, no, because in that movie, the Japanese guy are going to be the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him like, yeah, fuck, that's what happened. It's the, the, the story of the attack of Pearl Harbor. That's, that's I, I completely, I completely get him though. No, I I get I understand. Oh, I, his I mean, point. as a German, yeah. I guess you would know how that <laughs> yes. feels. No, and it's and it's not even that because I'm not like it's not because of the, the history part. And because oh God, believe me, uh, history from the fifth grade until I finished school was nothing but concentrated on the Second World War. There was really like one or that, two years. Oh, damn. oh yeah, no, they they don't leave any anything to chance to. But what's tell what's you the point? They want to shame you. <clears throat> but so this you... is. Yes, it's no to to keep your head down because you don't usually see people hissing German flags, like the, being proud of your country is not it's not something we do in Germany. Yeah, <laughs> apart from during the World Cup. Yeah, I mean lo- last time it got a bit interesting for the rest of Europe. So yes, yeah. exactly. But th- th- we still like what eighty ninety years later are being mm. blamed, yeah, or yeah, basically yeah. blaming ourselves, like being blamed by the for- further generation by it. So um. On it's well, like you had Hitler. The, well, I mean, it's the bad guys. Is always the Germans. Like if you yeah, watch yeah, no, a Hollywood I, I movie, totally it's like it. you can watch a space movie and you're gonna see them wearing like the leather jackets or like, oh, this is fun. Thirty thousand years in the future, and they're still. Oh, have you seen Nazi that movie or that Nazi base <laughs> on the uh, dark side of the moon? Oh, that one is genius. That oh, movie. that's <laughs> the greatest <laughs> yeah, movie no, in the world. This is this is, this is satire. <laughs> this is like making like What's officially it? fun Iron of it. Sorry, Iron Sky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, but um, I'm talking about basically every Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. tell me that Hydra is not just Nazis. No, it's, it's Nazi Germany. Yeah, yeah. Of, yeah of I mean, course. yeah, and it just goes through like everything, and it gets, it just gets old at one point. Mm-hmm. I totally get you, and and especially about about Germany and how it's applied in in modern uh, imagery uh, of, of fantasy stories and movies and stuff like that, but. The answer of the guy was kind of funny because they are they are not taught history in Japan. They don't know what yeah. happened during the Second World War. They they have no idea that oh, they're Japan not being taught. No, they they don't know what happened. Oh yeah, they don't know that Japan was kind of the bad guy as oh, yeah, well. There's, and they're still. Oh yeah, I, I remember that because they still like in some cases don't officially apologize for what they did. They ne- they the never nations. did. Yeah, yeah, they, they never apologized. They kind of sort of did to the Korean comfort women kind of thing uh, a few years ago. Kind kind of. Yeah, it's but, one of those kind of sort of they they they. They pretended to come with an apology, but then the words weren't an apology or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They said something, but it was not really an apology. So it was not, not enough, not accepted by Korea. Yeah. Passive. And, oh, and so yeah, are you telling me Japanese yeah. can be passive aggressive? Oh, You're they can. I'm sorry that you feel this way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the story was fa- the, the answer of the guy was funny because it, it uh, showed 
how much they don't know about their own country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But everything they are not taught about world history or of the world at all in school. They yeah. only learn about Japan, Japanese, and mathematics. That's mm-hmm. basically it. So when they, they graduate high school, they don't know anything about the world. I've been asked if we had uh, running water in France and electricity. And, oh, I was and I was phone. asked that. Like, in, I was asked that in the US too. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah, but same thing. I mean, the US. Well, the guy was driving a Mercedes. Like... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh fucking hell! Yeah, Makes I, sense. I, I looked Makes at sense. him. It's just like, no, no, we built those cars by candlelight. <laughs> <laughs> and then he yeah. just looked at me blandly and I'm like that and then he was going like oh yeah that was a stupid question I'm like yep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn it mm. uh, no I, w- I was trying to say something sorry I, no no that's okay that's, that was funny totally worth it um, no they they, um, they don't uh, there's no philosophy class also over there mm-hmm. so they they don't they are so um they're not invited to build their own thoughts or like make the connections yeah exactly. i think it's like making connections is something that easily is missed yeah yeah yeah. so if i I may i feel like a lot of uh uh, shut up uh (laughs) i feel like a lot of asian countries and i'm vastly stereotyping and oversimplifying but i feel like a lot of the asian countries quote-unquote have the problem that you are supposed to assimilate to the crowd like, um, yeah. oh, where's the, is, is it an Afghan expression? Which, of course, is far off, but anyway, uh, that the puppy that stands tall is cut down. Uh, in Japanese, it's it's the nail. The, yeah, the nail that sticks down. out is hammered down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's, it's this whole expression that you're not supposed to stand out from the crowd to be noticed. You're just supposed to keep your head down and do your work. That's absolutely true. I can and that's why they don't it by experience. learn. Yeah. yeah, working for a Japanese company. And, and yeah, and that's why they to... don't learn to think by themselves because they have to be the perfect employee, yeah. uh, following orders. Uh, I mean, it's all again just vastly stereotyping uh, what a society yeah. is. Uh, but, but it that's... also comes from centuries upon centuries of culture yeah. of feudalism and serfdom, mm-hmm. where you had an upper class that could kill you if you if you made any problems. Or yeah, if you it, just looked a little bit crookedly at someone. Yeah. And they and, would be and, in their absolute full right to just murder you. Absolutely. And in France, that's we do the opposite. We kill the people <laughs> that are in charge. So... Yeah. Did, did the old guy with the guillotine come out of the museum yet? or? Uh, not yet. But or... he's... he's... He's, he got tickly, tinkling in the in the arms and feet, so he's, he's trying to <laughs> he's escape. He's up from his slumber. Yeah, he's waking up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, but thinking by yourself is very important, I think. But it has also... Uh, you have to be guided in that kind of, of process uh, because other, otherwise you get... You, you can get wild. Like, oh, if I, I have to question absolutely everything that I hear and see on the social. Uh-huh. So I have met those kind of people. Yeah, and so the government is lying. And, and you start there and you end up thinking that the government is a bunch of reptiles coming from another planet and trying to take over the world or that the earth is flat or people never went to the moon. And 
And then they and then they put on tinfoil tinfoil hats, go yeah, out and exactly. burn down cars in the streets. But uh, honestly, about the Earth, I mean, uh, the Flat Earth Society today is the first people in the world to actually believe the Earth to be flat. Say that again. The Flat Earth Society people. Yeah that we today think of as believing the earth is flat is the first people in history to think the earth is flat. Yeah. The, the, it was only a problem of heliocentrism uh, back in the days. Like the, the sun revolves over, around uh, the, the earth and... and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah heliocentrism but... or... Uh, what's the... Is it terracentrism or something? Um, no, there's, I think it's a, it's a different world. Yeah, world. Uh, anyway. It, like, yeah, yeah, they believe that the earth was the center of the universe and everything evolved around yeah. us. And then... Copernicus was it who yeah. thought that mm, that seems wrong yeah and then of course he was certain house arrest and nearly died and all yeah. of that uh different story but like uh, the ancient Greeks figured like they calculated the size of the planet earth to within a percent error margin yeah Bef like before the year zero so it speaks yeah. volume about the Flat Earth society. <laughs> I mean, I mean, now. yes, I know. Well, it is, it's I mean, been a, it's been a long way to go since they finally figured out that's just on the back of four elephants riding on a giant. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what the next mating season of the turtles are. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's I think like the Flat Earth society. Like to go back to the school thing, I think that's a symptom of the school system in the U.S. Yeah, probably. Like um one 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 really interesting comparison is when you start to have a lot of factories going on. A lot of noise you need to communicate to when your shift is over, when there's lunch breaks and all of that, you would have the bell. The bell mm -hmm. would ring and signal shift changes and all of those things. Yeah. Then they started to make schools to educate people to become good workers and they stuck a fucking bell in there to signal all of the changes as well mm -hmm. instead of communicating person to person mm -hmm. and well we uh, had a bell at school yeah yeah and i mean it it kind of makes sense especially when you want to call people in from recess if you have a really really good or big playground like and kids are noisy like you need something loud enough to get everyone's attention so it kind of makes sense but at least in Norway, we only used it, as far as I recall anyway, to call in from recess. We never called it to signal the end of class. Whereas in America, that's what I see in all the movies. Mm -hmm. They use the bell fucking all the time to signal everything. Yeah. Between every period, the beginning and the end of yeah. every period, I believe. I try to remember yeah. how it was in my school. I, th yeah, uh, I think you're completely right. I think you only at the end of the break it was rang like when we were running out and about outside yeah but yeah. how how can you signal to 2000 kids like playing shouting yeah in my Fucking middle hell, that's school the country <laughs> <laughs> well, on, honestly the i grew up in the next town over from the largest high school in norway and it had 1500 students yeah yeah in my in my middle school we are more than 2000 and oh, and there is plenty off. in the town so it was, you, it was a little bit less Bell, bell is the best system. Like, you can't put yeah, a yes. siren. I mean, I mean you, you need a loud noise or you need to 
trust that all of the students know how to look at a watch. Yeah, no, that that's not <laughs> possible. I mean, that that's impossible. But yeah, to go back to the topic, and and that was also my my point uh, concerning Japan. They are like failing to learn how to sing by themselves, right? That that's kind mm. of established because that's not what society require from them. Yeah. Uh, but it's changing now. People are kind of accepting mm -hmm. the fact that uh, you can be different. You can be. You can have your own ideas, your own taste, and your own schedule. You, you're not in, under the obligation to go drink with your coworkers every single day of the week, and you mm -hmm. can go back home and and see your wife and kids. So that's that's a good thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. That this kind of individu individuality um, is rising up, mm -hmm. but. Something really good that they do very early in school is to teach what we are not taught in France. I don't know for oh, you yeah, guys. I, I think I know this one. Like cooking. Yeah. And, and cleaning. cleaning. And and so that's the basic. You start very early in Japan, like when you are three, four, five, uh, you'll start cleaning your the, the school. You'll start mm. preparing the meals for uh, the other students and that's really interesting. giving them on a tray. So so you you are doing the service like once a week. Yeah. And something that Gordon Ramsay said a long time ago, uh, cooking is the most important fitting skill in the world because yeah. you are doing it three times a day. There is nothing aside from your work that, or almost nothing aside from your work that you're doing three times a day, every single day till the day you die. And you need to do it every single day, and you you will have days off from work, but you still need to eat. Exactly, you still have to cook something. So if you don't, I mean, it's not an, it's not mandatory. You can always work a lot, make a lot of money, and buy your food. That's okay. That someone would cook for you, but it's question about that. Want, yeah. When was it? the first time you cooked dinner for the family? For the whole family or for my family? I, I I'm, I'm the people you lived with. Oh, I was probably seven or eight. Jan, I had my mom in the kitchen starting when I was five. I think the first real meal was probably like that would really cook by myself probably 12 13. Right. uh i honestly don't remember because i always helped in the kitchen kind of yeah yeah no i helping i did yeah from no small but it, it's literally to the fact of i i recall my dad phoning me up at home saying mm -hmm. that like he's on his way from work can i start preparing dinner mm-hmm I don't recall when that was. I just know that ha that happened multiple times before I was 12. Maybe the first time was when I was eight or something. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, that for me, that was that's always been sort of simple thing. But also I have friends who like they, they had to learn how to cook when they moved out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I was in the army, uh, the first two weeks, yeah. I I discovered that one guy had never shaved his beard. And it's yeah, monetary. You, you told every, the story yeah. a couple of yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. And, and, and I, I was, that's the kind of stuff that your dad is supposed to teach you when you are, yeah. you are a kid, right? If you don't have a, a dad, your grandfather or maybe a friend will teach you. Or if you are smart, you will do your research and, and watch YouTube. movies. Or Now you have YouTube. Back <laughs> in the days, yeah. there was no YouTube. But yeah, you can, there's this very inter interesting channel. I I'm not sure of the name of the channel, but 
it's something along the line of that. Dad, how do you do this? I mean, with a quick uh, research, you can yeah, find it. There's, uh, oh, I know the YouTube channel, but you know the channel. So it's a guy that making short videos about what a dad should teach to his kid and yeah. and uh, if you don't have a dad you can just refer to those videos how to that, change the tire how to cut your beard how to tie a, a necktie mm. and yeah. that's that's also very important because people need to learn that kind of stuff that you can't learn in school one of the first and most valuable home page or web pages when the internet got big was um ask your mom Mm -hmm. Yeah, same, same <laughs> that, that was like the same thing. It's like, well, how do I, like how long do I have to wash my clothes? How much laundry yeah. detergent do I use? Yeah. yeah, without making like a huge bubble bath party for the whole apartment <laughs> complex. <laughs> oh, that's I, rem I remember a long time ago on the internet there was this discussion on a on a forum on a, a web page. Uh, web page. Uh, when are you supposed to wash your pair of jeans? And one guy said, when they stand by themselves, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's time to wash them. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you wash your socks when they stick to the wall when you throw them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, but I, see, I think those, all those skills, like the everyday life skills are very important. And that, that's a shame that there is not at least a few hours in school to just teach that kind of stuff. I remember my mother telling me that when she was young in school, uh, she learned how to stitch, how to, how to sew, uh, so so with a uh, sewing machine, uh, how to prepare uh, meals, because it, at the time it was also mandatory in France. We, we had in those, school. We, we had had? those classes, yes, but, um, and this is like, Unfortunately, the downside of it, it's and it's even one of the the main classes you take like that that count like double or triple. Mm -hmm. um, but you had to choose between your third language, which would be French. Yeah. At that point, uh, because English and German were mandatory, but either like you learned French, you went to um, we call it technical school, mm -hmm. which is um, or technical class, which is like woodworking stuff like that, or sewing and cooking. Okay. So oh. all the guys would go into the technical one. Mm. Most of the girls, with some exceptions, would go into the cooking one. And then you had the language nerds, which didn't like either of the other ones. Yeah. And I always hated it because, um, sorry, Red, I wasn't big into French, but well, I would great. have loved to take cooking and sewing classes yeah. together with the technical one. Yeah, Because sure. technical turned to be out so boring because we barely learned anything in there. Or all this the fun stuff. Like we made like salt and pepper um shakers. shakers yeah. And um but we weren't allowed to use the bandsaw by ourselves. So no, basically no. we did the yeah. drawing on the wood and the teacher would draw it and we would sit there for two hours with um sanding paper, just sanding the stuff. Like the fun part, the cutting out of bringing it into shape yeah, was yeah. not allowed. So like that was eh, I don't know. I, I don't have fond memories of it. And it took me forever to finally like pick up um like the making aspect mm -hmm. again. Yeah, yeah. We had, I never had those the, classes. The, I never had the feeling of success <coughs> while doing it. We had those classes. Uh, it was called uh, technology at at the time. I think yeah, te technic yeah, technology. Yeah, I think basically is. building small electronic stuff like uh, you clap and and the, the lamps uh, goes off and you clap again and goes on again. 
but but all the machinery was was too dangerous for us. So same thing, we couldn't, yeah. we were not allowed to do anything. The only tool we were uh, allowed to use was a solder iron, and that's not much when you are a kid mm. and you want to make stuff. So I would, if you can make things I, burn, I, yeah, yeah. You can, yeah. I mean, don't ask how I know. <laughs> well, I burned my my hand pretty bad with one. Mm. But same, if same we here. had uh, a cooking class, I would have taken the, the the cooking class for sure. At the time, I I wanted to be a, a chef, uh, a cook, so that would have been a no brainer for me. Obviously, learn to how to cook is like that's because I'm French, but that's freaking important. Uh, oh, I, I agree. Think. I agree. Yeah, yeah. you can't die I mean, if look, you don't look eat. Look at me. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you agree. I mean, uh, <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I learned cooking at home. My mom taught me pretty early on because I asked her. I was always interested because it was mm. time I could spend with my mom and I could snuck out food the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the first time that you had to clean your own house? Your own apartment? Or big, your first laundry? I mean, I was forced to clean up my room often, but um, yes. Yeah, but your room is like cleaning your room when you're a kid is like putting away your toys, I'm stacking be, your books. I'm going to be really honest with you. This is something that I learned. I, I knew how to do it. Uh-huh. I just didn't like to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So my apartment when I lived in there, when I had a girl come over that I liked or that I wanted to impress, then I would actually start cleaning stuff i would put stuff away but mm-hmm. actually like vacuuming and like putting dust i would just only when it's absolutely necessary <laughs> it took me a long time to actually get that feeling um because it was not a priority for yeah. me yeah later yeah. on like really later on i'm talking about like moving over to the us and the cleanliness level there wasn't that big for myself like when it came because i only lived in hotels so i never had to clean yeah. So um, when I got back to Germany and I met Steph and I moved together with her, I actually started to see and enjoy having mm. a clean environment. Yeah. Not just sorted, because I mean, I'm, I'm a maker. I order so much stuff that just lays around everywhere. Yep, yep, but yep. Uh, there's a certain level of cleanliness in that. Do house. you think that's the skills that you have learned? Or that you already knew how to do it uh, from the get-go, like the first time? I think I learned, like, I know how to clean pretty early on because um, of, I spent some time with my grandparents or, like, a Mm -hmm. lot, like, one day a week or two. And there was usually um, a cleaning lady there Mm -hmm. that that helped. And um, she was really fun. So I spent a lot of time with her talking to her and I would watch her clean and sometimes I would help her a little bit. Like she would give me like, mm. because I wanted to do something. So she's just like, okay, here, just stay busy. You take that. And I would run around with one of those like dust wipers and just yeah. Yeah, yeah. aimlessly pointed stuff. That was when I was really young. I mean, we're talking about like four years, five, maybe five years old. Um, so I, I knew how to do, how to clean pretty early. I just never liked Right. What about you? Yeah, I, I I helped clean the house a lot, like when I was seven, eight, mm-hmm. nine, and then I started playing computer games. Yeah, and that fucked up your entire life. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Bloody but you, you, ring. Do Do you enjoy um, cleaning your house? 
at some uh, point or I'm, is I'm, it is it like the the chore you have to do so no i'm honestly i'm kind of indifferent okay uh like cleaning the bathroom and toilets and all that doesn't face me at all that's mm-hmm. I, i don't mind at all um it's honestly it's just more to the fact of being at home with the energy to yeah. do it and not that dreadful list of other things i'm supposed to be doing or feel like yes. i should be doing Sure, I, sure. Yeah, I think we all come really proficient at cleaning when we have other stuff that's more important that we really don't want to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, uh, that, like a simple example is like, yeah, just doing dishes. I try to do them every single day mm-hmm. and not let them pile up. But then mm-hmm. there's parts, mm-hmm. then there's times when I just don't have the excess energy when I get home from the forge. Yeah. Because yeah. I some days have to work really late to get shit done. Mm. Yeah. And then it piles up, and I run out of spoons or knives or something. I was like, "Fucking hell!" Okay, I I, I need to do. Something <laughs> I need to buy more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I honestly I don't do that. But I, it's in desperation. I might just clean one and the one I need. Yeah, and you just I did that yesterday. <laughs> no, I I never do that. Then then I really do everything. Like I get now I get antsy when there's like stuff in the sink for like two days. Mm-hmm. Because too busy, coming home late, just grab something to eat and like soak it or yeah. just like leave it. And I can't do that for longer than usually two days. Then I get really antsy about it now. Yeah. When I used to live in my first apartment, if I would pull up the blinds in the morning of my apartment and the sunlight would hit my kitchenette on the side, my plates would start singing morning has broken. Mm. Or just try to hide underneath something dark. <laughs> I would be the one like, oh my god, oh you need you need a fork. Let me <laughs> carefully dig in there, find one, disinfect it, clean it off. Here you All go. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I was terrible when I was younger. I think I, that's a very good skill were. to have. Oh yeah, we all were. <laughs> but but it's it's also the kind of skill that you you build up with time and and you. Um, understand the importance of having it and living in a clean environment. Uh, once you've been sick one, one time, two times, three times, mm. uh, because of the environment, it can be like dust or or bacteria or whatever, bacteria or whatever. I mean that, uh, that cleaning, I feel, is kind of the same as when it comes to keeping life sharp. It's like if you just do a little bit all the time, yeah, then you never have to like That's deal true. with the problem of not doing it. Yeah, I, that's very true. It's also, um, I think, when you grow up and at the high times, you have so much stuff in your life happening yeah. that yeah. you want your home to be the haven and you want to have it in order. Yeah. Mm. Because I find for myself that when everything is going wrong and I'm having a really bad day, cleaning up actually helps. First, it's meditating, and you mm-hmm. see what you have done at the end. Yeah. This is like really important, so it's a success you have. Yeah. And um, the the main thing for me is by having my home sorted or at least cleaned up for me gives me more peace to then tackle other stuff. So because my, having everything in disarray and everything chaotic, then coming home and having a pigsty at home, would, mm. th- that's too much for me. I have to start somewhere and I usually start at home cleaning up. So, yeah. That's, that's a very good point. Something yeah. to focus on. Yeah. 
Oh my god, yeah. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I, I'm in shock, actually. It's not I tried. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, Didn't I'll see start. that coming, right? I'll, yeah. I'll start. Go for it. Uh, I've been catching up on uh, re-watching season one of Claxon Farm. Claxon's Farm. Jeremy Claxon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Amazon Prime. And... Well, like one thing, he is still absolutely a buffoon. No <laughs> fucking clue about anything except like where the gas pedal on a car is. <laughs> yeah, but it is really, really uh, almost endearing to see him try to take care of a farm, learn how how much hard work the farming is, mm-hmm. take care of sheep and help with the lambing, and like all of those things that goes into putting food on the table for a community or a nation, depending on your scope of it. I've not started season two yet, but yeah, it's, it, 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 I mean, it's not Top Gear. It's not the Grand Tour. It's like none of those big gags and jokes they tend to pull on each other. It's, it's lots of the same kind of humor because it's still Jeremy Clarkson. But it's a lot more heartwarming, I think, to watch. Mm-hmm. So cool. yeah, it's on Amazon, right? Amazon Prime, yeah. Amazon Prime, okay, cool. Well, I'm gonna go second as we are talking about TV shows and and stuff like that. Uh, yesterday aired the finale of the third season of The Mandalorian. Um, yeah. So I'm not going to talk about the show itself. I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was really fun, although a few episodes were a little bit different. But anyway, in the end, it had, had a purpose and a goal, and, and uh, it was damn good. Um, yeah. So two things. Um, uh, John Favreau, the guy that created the show, that created Iron Man, and that basically... The uh, created the whole Marvel universe. Uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of that guy. I was already when he was only acting in movies, um, but I think he has a, a very very good vision of what people can enjoy. Uh, a very good vision of how to bring it to life. Um, I have a lot of respect for that guy and this this um, creator. So yeah, if you don't know the guy, just dig into it. Uh, watch what he's done um, and yeah I like that guy um, and therefore second one I'm re-watching I've been re-watching a lot of shows uh, recently um, I've just finished watching the uh, ninth th- season of The Blacklist um, oh. so I decided to rewatch all the ninth season before watching the tenth um, <laughs> <laughs> because that's where I am yeah yeah uh, and in this show, there is an actor that's absolutely amazing for me. Yeah, it's uh, James Spader. I think that's how you pronounce uh, that is his name. name. Yeah, I probably mentioned it, him in a podcast already. That's the that was the young fellow in the movie Stargate, the one that find the answer of everything and how it works. And yeah. that was the scientist, uh, the kind of goofy, crazy scientist. This guy the, the is Daniel is, character. Yeah, the Daniel character. Oh, uh, so he's, he's he's older now, obviously, and um, he's doing this. Uh, he's playing this uh, Raymond Reddington um, character. Absolutely stunning. I think he's is one of the most underrated 
actor on television actually just like uh, Michael Ironside was in the 80s and if you don't know who that is I fuck you because you're too young um, but yeah I like uh, James Peter great guy at least I don't know him personally but great actor I really enjoyed this show uh, so yeah if you want to give it a try um, do it because uh, that that's a good one I think the blacklist was it the blacklist and John Favreau and the Mandalorian and everything that they did yeah sounds great Jan? It's, it's a book <laughs> <laughs> um, it's by Susuke Natsukawa mm-hmm. the cat who saved books Mm-hmm. and I highly recommend it I have not read the complete book yet so I'm already like focusing on it before I actually finished it but I am half like I started the book yesterday I'm halfway through mm-hmm. and um, from what I've read so far it's wonderfully written really nice story a uh, lot to think about it after reading um did this different chapters and i don't want to go too deep into it because the story is something that reveals itself all i can say it's about a cat who saves books or saves books yeah so it actually looks wait, really good i'm just cool. holding it into the camera yeah japanese no, uh, also sosuke natsukawa okay. yes and it's translated it says in the back it's um he's a japanese physician and novelist born in osaka Mm-hmm. And uh, the translation is by Louise Hell Kawai, and she's a Japanese English literary translator since 2006. Do you know when the, the book was uh, written? Um, it's, it's like very recent book? His, I think the book is pretty recent. Um, okay. The Suzuki Natsukawa, his won several prizes. His multi volume debut novel was uh, released in 2009. Okay, yeah, so it's not like old but Japanese literature. No, 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 it's modern. Okay, yeah. cool. Let's see, first published in 2021. Okay, yeah, oh. so recent book. Okay, yep. interesting. The Cat Who Saved Books. Nice, noted. Same here. Any last little tidbits? No. No. Okay, cool. No. Uh, no, wait. No, you mentioned Mandalorian. Yes, oh, yeah. Ah, I've seen the last episode finale of Jet Like the Game, season five. Oh. Because I get it a week early, because as I mentioned weeks back, uh, I bought into Nebula, Nebula yeah. TV, and it's fucking awesome. Cool. It's, uh, I mentioned they're racing from the north to the south of New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And there's massive curveballs that are coming a couple of times along the way mm-hmm. just in the last two episodes and it's really exciting cool and nice. it will be released on youtube soon right yeah so so episode Already? seven is out came out yesterday okay Ep- finale is coming out on wednesday so when people listen to this it will soon be on the tubes okay that will be jet like the game and nice. yes, it has given me some ideas that ooh, a cross-country scavenger hunt in Norway would be hilarious. I just need to... During winter. Oh, that would be even more so. By foot. Uh, never mind. Will there be polar bears? <laughs> <laughs> Riding on polar bears. Oh yeah, yeah. bonus points. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's it. Is that it? I, yeah, people... Cool. 
emails, find us yep. everywhere. What Red said. Thank you for listening. Bye. Have a good week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye, everyone.